Our spooky podcast, The Monster in My Closet. I am one of your hosts, Jen. And I'm your other host, Tamara. And today we are talking about, we are on a road trip actually, and starting in Texas, and we are going to talk about a couple of different places in Texas that you should visit, 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 or not visit, <laughs> depending on your you can desire. If you want. Yeah, to be like haunted or whatever. Um, but before I do that, I have to tell you about my own horror story that happened. With a humidifier. We actually... (laughs) We actually inherited this humidifier um, from my husband's grandmother. And I guess they weren't using um, the distilled water. They were using regular water. And I don't think we fully realized that. Because we, like, cleaned it with vinegar. Um, Like, tried to let it... Like, it it ran with vinegar for a while. Our house smelled like vinegar for a while. Because we let it run through. Well, apparently that was not good enough. Because I was trying to refill it after not using it for a while, and there was mold in it. And it was like, not just a little bit, it was like pervasive. It was everywhere. And I didn't realize it because the lights were out. And so I was pouring water in it to like refill it. And my husband comes in and is like, um, what's that? And points that out. And I was like, oh my god. And then it turned into a whole show. A whole thing where I was like, oh my god, it's mold, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. I'm starting to wonder if maybe she didn't like you as much as you thought she did. I don't know. She was like trying to come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because like, I took it in there and then my husband, who's cleaning it and like, should we try to clean it? Should we just get rid of it? What should we do? Because the mold is probably here to stay now because, you know, once it's in, it's in. Um, and so he's talking about that and I was like, I don't know. And he goes, wait a minute what's on your lip? And I was like, oh my God. And then I ran into the bathroom and looked and there was like a dot like right here on my lip. And when I say right here, it's like on the top right hand, right above it. And it was like a big, like gray, black, like mold. I was, I was like, the spores. Yes. Basically. I was like, oh my God. It's turning into the last of us. So so I ended up washing it with the Bath and Body Works foaming um, hand hand, uh, soap. Like the the one or just the regular? The regular pump one. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that and like washed it. And then afterwards my face was burning. So I was like, oh, great. Well, at least I washed it well enough. I like scrubbed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, so yeah, that is how I survived death. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> Christmas was pretty chill. It was lovely. I got 20 books for Christmas. That sounds amazing. Yes. I did stuff my Kindle, um, so I ended up with 110 books. Oh, did you? But, yeah. In total? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sean was like, I, he, I was doing that as he was standing there and like walking in and he was like, what are you doing? Why do you have that look on your face that says, says you're in trouble? And I was like, I'm not buying more books. He's like... <laughs> What? You already have like 20. I'm like, yeah, I need more though. You can never have too many books. The good thing is it's digital. I tried to go shopping for gifts at a bookstore and I just ended up with two or three books for myself. So (laughs) I decided to stop doing that. Yes. Yes. But I would have gotten more books, but they kept like, I was using the app on my Kindle Fire and it just kept crashing. Like I do a few books and then 
it would crash and I'd have to start over and like scroll back down to where I was. And then I was like, I'm done with this. Well, I have enough books to last me a couple of years at this point. So. That happens four times a year mm-hmm. where they open that mm-hmm. up. So I'm like, Ooh, yes. This um, is the first time I've actually participated and I've heard of it before and like mm-hmm. always think about it. And it's always like a couple days later, I'm like, Oh yeah, that was a thing I was supposed to do. It's okay. I'll send you an invite for the next one. It doesn't help though that you can't do it on your phone. Yeah. Like, I have to get either to a desktop or like my Kindle. You can do it on your browser. You can do it on your... I did hear somebody say that. Yeah. I'll have to look. That's how I did it. Yeah. Maybe I'll And then I was like, I'm just going to get on there. I wonder if that'll work better than the app on my Kindle Fire. It probably will. Probably. I I just used my computer or the browser on my phone. I used the browser on my phone for the first, like, 20. And then I was like, all right, I'll get on the computer because I can look at more that way. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely learned that searching for genre worked way better for me than just searching free books. Absolutely. But... I'm sure I downloaded a lot of trash, but I'm happy with my trash, so. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I know, right? Well, speaking of books, um, one of the books that Sean got me for Christmas um, has mine in it, and then I know... This is one of the books I got myself for Christmas. Yes, so so this is just a book-filled podcast this time. Um, So... Do you want to, ooh, let's go the southernmost, because I, I don't, I have no idea where yours is, but let's go, like, the southernmost, uh, story. So, yours mine is, is in Austin. More, oh, wait. Yours is not. Okay, look up where this is. Hardin County? Yeah. I don't know where Hardin County is. I know County it's is. on the border, um, of here in, in Louisiana, I think. Where did it say? I think Hardin is, uh, isn't that, like, um, Bo- yeah, over by Beaumont and everything, so mm-hmm. I think yours is more south. Dang it, didn't I go first last time? Did you? I think I did. I can go first. It's fine. Not a big deal. Um, we know that y'all enjoy listening to us talk about who goes first, so that's why we have these conversations with you. I do feel like we're getting into it way faster than we normally do, though, so. This is true. This is true. Well, so my spooky hotel, nope, we're not doing hotels, but mine is a hotel. <laughs> my spooky uh, destination for tourism is the Driscoll Hotel. It's very well known. It is in Austin. It was built in 1886 by the um, cattle tycoon, Jesse Driscoll. I love this blog that I found. So there's a few resources, so y'all know. Um, I have 50 states, 500 scary places to visit. Um, I got that from the, uh, for I think it was the Barnes & Noble bargain area is where my husband got it for me, um, which I'm all for that. Save money and get me things. I'm 100% okay with that. And support your local bookstores. Exactly. And I'm using um, Austin Ghosts for the blog. And this is the blog that I'm referring to that's ridiculous. So if you go on there, and I say ridiculous, it's very like, what's a good word for it? It's dramatic. Yeah, it's dramatic, but it's also got like that, like, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, theatrical. No, it's not theatrical. It's like a like a specific, like very Western, like trying to be very Western or very popular or like something like that. Niche maybe or something like it's a very catchy or ki- uh, kitschy or something. Maybe something along. I can't think of the word. But um, it's very much like, it's not necessarily a bad thing, obviously, because I'm using it as a resource. But the way they say stuff is kind of funny. But they talk about the Driscoll Hotel, and the thing I love about it, it's talking about how he came from Missouri to Texas with an eye for making mucho dough, and that's in, like, 
quotation marks is mucho. And so then they start with all this stuff. Hey, he was self-made. And the reason he was self-made is because he actually ended up selling his cattle to both sides during the war. So he sold to the Confederate army and I believe the Union army also. And then when the Confederate army um, surrendered, he realized, oh, I have a buttload of money. That's great. And so one of the things he did was, I'm going to go make a hotel now. And so that's how the Driscoll came to be. And again, that was in 1886. It was built. He originally bought the land in 1884, though. And it actually has become, so this blog says it is because of the, the fact that the war money, like it was blood money that built the Driscoll. And so that's what they're saying is the reason for that's what they're saying is the reason for the haunting. Yeah, like why it's so haunted is because it was bought with blood money. And so all of that to say, there's not really a whole lot that happens, like as far as deaths there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's more so these ghosts are kind of lingering from, I guess, the karmic past of Jesse Driscoll. Okay. That's what this is, is claiming. Also, Austin Monthly did a article on this where it actually goes over the different the different ghost stories. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of know what's going on. There are some things that are similar and some things that are not between the two websites, which is interesting. But one of the ones that I wanted to read, apparently the POTUS. Oh, there's only a couple on here. The POTUS. So you know, you ever, I hope everybody knows what POTUS is. POTUS. Is it the Pope? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it, is, it is not the Pope. Popus? Popus. Popus. Potus, the President of the United States. Yes, yes. Potus. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, uh, the fun Acronym. way to say it. That's the fun way to say it. Or it could be potus, and then it turns into like a plant thing. I like potus. It's like okay. potato. <laughs> 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 They're potatoes. Um, so... Apparently, Ladybird and LBJ actually had their first date at the Driscoll in 1934. Why are you looking Sorry, at me I'm like that? I'm still thinking about the presidents as potatoes. So. <laughs> are you thinking you want to crochet different potatoes? Potentially, potentially. I was oh, thinking like, with, remind like me to show you hairs and glasses. And <laughs> remind me to show you. I got Sean a positive potato crochet thing. You were telling me about that. I need to actually show it to you because it's adorable. Um, but yes, was there any? What, like, what specific idea did you get about... I don't know, I just have pictures in my brain. Okay. Because now I'm imagining... look like rotten potatoes. <laughs> well, now I'm imagining, like, a potato with the Donald Trump hair. <laughs> and orange, like, more orange. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That kind of went downhill there. I'm very easily distracted. This is why I need to Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's why. That's why. So, Lady Bird and LBJ actually had their first date there in 1934, um, in the dining room and it became like LBJ's favorite place to visit in Austin. And of, of course it would be like if you met your, like I love visiting Lupe Tortilla cause it's where John and I went, but it's also because Lupe Tortilla is fantastic. Um, well, the hotel's beautiful. It is. It's, it's very gorgeous. like boutique or mm-hmm. boutique hotel style. Yes. Yes. I love it. And then also, he actually watched the um, 1964 election results, the presidential election results, from the presidential suite at the Driscoll. So he was very much, like, he's Austin area anyway. His library is here. And so um, Driscoll is very much 
one of LBJ's, they, they argue that it's one of LBJ's favorite places to visit. It's not really spooky, but it's interesting. But there are some tales about going into the ballroom and catching reflections of the late president of LBJ and like him looking off and like trying to see like kind of like in a love haze, if you want to call it. That was that's a new term. I made that term up. <laughs> that's my term. Um, a love haze for his wife, Lady Bird, which I don't remember what her actual first name is. It was, it was a lady. It was Lady? That was her name? Okay. I was like, hold on. I do not think that that was his, her actual name. But, okay, so the actual stories. Um, room 525. So that's one place. Um, which I love when they have specific rooms. Because it's like, okay, you can go uh, You can go find. And actually it specifically says in this Austin Monthly article that it's like The Shining, room 217. But it's room 525. Her name's Claudia. Oh, Claudia. How did you get Lady out of that? A Ladybird. She was first Lady. His name. His name is Lady. His name is like London B, and B is for bird, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. I don't yeah. think the B is maybe, for bird. Maybe, maybe I don't know any of the things. That I'm I don't know about. a whole lot about his presidency, LBJ actually. Name. I know a lot about the ones beforehand. His name was Baines, London Baines Johnson. London, or London. London. Yeah, okay. I thought you said London, and I was like, I don't know wait, am I wrong there too? Do I not know this? Um, okay, sorry. We're digressing. We need to pull it back in. Sorry, guys. We are a little all over the place today because we are in person together, um, and usually that means more shenanigans. And so um, we're just a little... Pretty as a ladybird. That's why? Yep. Did Okay. That's interesting. Opinions differ about whether the name refers to a bird or a ladybird beetle. She looked like a bug? I think she wore red a lot and she had dark black hair. Oh. So it made her look like a ladybug. Okay. But apparently it's called ladybird in some places. Interesting. See, we are not only a spooky podcast, we are actually a uh, historical podcast. History. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jot that down. Lots of new things. Mm-hmm. Lots of new things. Um... Okay, sorry. So room 525, again, this is kind of like Stephen King's um, Room in the Shining, the Mm -hmm. 217. Do you remember the one with the naked old lady? Yeah. I think it's that one. But it's kind of like that. And so this specific one, I I love the uh, description on this, two jilted lovers. I'm like, okay, does anyone actually know what jilted means? Like, I think some people do, but some people don't. I think there's like context clues a lot of times from that I mean I would think people know what that means I would think but even I'm sitting here like do I really know what that means you're doing the same thing aren't you (laughs) yes it's not just me it's not just me all right so I'm gonna look up jilted real quick um because again we are all over the place today um jilted means suddenly rejected or abandoned as in a lover so two suddenly rejected or abandoned lovers (laughs) separated by a century of history so and i'm going to kind of go through this uh the only thing confirmed is that there was the first dead bride um an ancillary ghost peppered in the flavor that's weird i like pepper i like that too but that's kind of weird um the only thing confirmed is that she killed herself in room 525 so she actually um 
that is like died by suicide Mm -hmm. yes her fiance called off the wedding and she decided to go ahead and kill herself um which i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a disclaimer here just because i have that that mental health you know background if you're thinking about that you're that low or or anything like that um please call 988 because that is the national suicide hotline there are people that want you here we love you guys so please make sure that if you are feeling that way that you seek professional help again 988 is the national suicide hotline um it was made that way by the senate a few years ago so now we have a nationwide just like 911 it's 988 for mental health emergencies so um so just a disclaimer there i just want to throw that out as a resource if you did not know that you now know that um but she decided to kill herself after she was um basically left um by the fiance and she walks the halls in a victorian gown that's white probably probably mm-hmm. well and it just says victorian gown it doesn't say like um a wedding gown. A wedding gown or anything, mm-hmm. yes. But the second bride, so there's a second bride also, and she um, is more famous because she is, she died in 1991. Um, and she fits more of like the trope of the young beautiful woman who meets a terrible end. She was from Houston. She escaped the hotel after being jilted at the altar. So again, the dude leaves them before like the wedding. Or at the, the altar is just like, Yes, it really is. Like, like so much money's gone into it at that point. Yes. Money, time, you're anticipating, you're excited about your wedding day and and then you get there and he's not there. You know, or she, depending on who you're marrying. So, went on a huge shopping spree with the credit card and had tons of bags going into room 525. So, she was one that was not like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sad." She's like, whatever I'm gonna go buy all this stuff yeah exactly and then um while she was sitting in the bathtub she had um put a gun in one hand and a pillow in the other and shot herself so she actually ended up killing herself um they claim like the guest claimed to have seen her carrying the gun up to the room like as part of the bags of stuff yes like in Austin Texas that's not surprising right nobody would bat an eye right so that's in room 525 when she like what they see now um as a ghost is they see her carrying packages or like a pistol down the hall before she vanishes particularly into room 525 without opening the door so she just kind of walks through it and gets in the room so that's the that's another one that's actually a ghost story so two wives two brides not wives i feel bad that i said wives two (laughs) brides that were left um by their future husbands um that decided to take their own life and you have to be really low for that so that really sucks um a senator's daughter so this one i think is is like the one on the austin ghosts about the child um so there's the bride and actually the austin ghosts say it's in room 329 and there's only one mentioned on the austin ghosts so like it's it's kind of a weird I don't know. Disparity? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then the kid or the child, I believe is, um, is this one the senator one? A child uh, meets an untimely end and continues to play among some of the hotel's most storied features. So, this child is a girl, supposed to be Samantha Houston, her name. 
and she tripped and fell to her death on the grand staircase, which the grand staircase, I mean, I don't even know how many steps is on that staircase, but it's pretty, like, it's a pretty grand staircase. I know, I said it like that, but. No, I'm just thinking, I don't even know what's something with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I want a Driscoll Hotel um, staircase. And guys, I'm going to go ahead and, like, post some of this stuff to the group, because I know y'all want to see it, too. That is a big staircase. That's a big staircase. Can you imagine, like, tripping and falling down that staircase? Yeah, I'm sure I would every time I try to walk up or down it. <laughs> I know. I do that, too, where I'm like, oh, God, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. That was, that's what I was doing on my wedding day. I was walking down the aisle, like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. I fell down an escalator when I was a kid, so I feel like I'm scarred for life. I fell down the steps at the ACC Cedar Park campus. Mm -hmm. And, like, twisted my ankle, and firemen had to come. <laughs> it was a whole thing. And then mom had to come pick me up and started, because they wouldn't let me drive. They were like, you're not allowed to drive. No, your ankle's too swollen up. We can't let you drive. So mom came and picked me up, drove away, did a U-turn, took me back to my car. I'm like, mom, I am in pain. She's like, drive, you're fine. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. I mean, she was right. I was fine. But, but yeah, like, a whole, there was a whole thing. But, um, but basically, this little girl tripped and fell down the staircase. She can be seen and heard, like, giggling and, um, bouncing a ball down the hall. I don't know how, how old she was, though. It didn't specifically say. They've looked for, like, stuff to verify that this actually happened. Mm -hmm. They haven't found anything, which is odd, because I feel like if a child dies, you're going to have evidence of that. Yeah, it'll be, a, like, a news story or something. I would think. So this isn't, I don't feel like this is a old enough building to yeah. not have evidence of stuff like this. Yes. Yeah. And so there's sometimes, like, I'm sure they're like, I don't know if that actually is a case that happened or if it did happen, maybe it was so it new. Girl? Oh, it might be. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Might be something different. You know, things like to roam. It's probably a demon. Probably. It's probably a portal there. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> Zach! Come investigate! They also say that Jesse Driscoll, and I guess he was a colonel, of would... Chicken. Huh? Of chicken? Of chicken. No, not of chicken. Uh, I don't know what he was a colonel of. It says Colonel Jesse Driscoll on here. And it has been smoke-free for more than a decade. But there are some cigar smokers. Um, and there's some cigar smoke that's detected by guests. And they think that that's Colonel Jesse Driscoll. Driscoll. That's one Driscoll. of the things I smell. Is cigar, is cigar smoke? Cigarette smoke. When I think my dad's around. Oh, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'll smell that and, like, the smell I was smell like, do you smell of, it all the time? Um, of, like, when he would first light his cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll smell that every now and then. Yeah. I, I think my mom does that, too, when we, when we had thought that my gron was around. She's like, I'm a lot, or does not come around a lot. But the few times we've been like, what is that smell? Mm -hmm. I smelled something burning the other day, too, when I woke up. I was like, mm, I don't like that. I don't like the burning smell. And then it went away, like, really fast. I was like, hmm, that's a little concerning. I don't like that. Maybe we need to sage the house again. We need to look into that more. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, in fully mundane ways. You should see how it's burning in your house. Well, like... <laughs> And maybe, maybe it was like I woke up from a dream and I thought like there was burning or something. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm trying to explain it away right now. But, oh, look at this. I love that. I love that they, jo Johnette Napolitano, Napolitano, whatever, 
of Concrete Blonde wrote the song Ghost of a Texas Ladies Man after a night of enduring his ghostly shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ghostly shenanigans. But... For those of you who don't know, when we're lining up our audio, we didn't do it today because today we're recording together and we're trying to just use one mic to see if that fixes some of our issues. Right. So we're just very close talking. Yes. Um, but when we are trying to line up our mics, we'll say one, two, three shenanigans. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. like, that's special to us. We, we love it. We love the word shenanigans. Shenanigators. Shenanigators. Um, so that's the other, but that's the other is, is Jesse Driscoll. So that's the other ghost. So there are like several hotel ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then actually this, the book actually says that Dressy Driscoll is actually known to haunt that. Young girl died when she fell from the staircase. So there's the child and then the two brides who died by suicide in the same bathtub. Exactly 20 years apart is what it said. But I don't think that's what Austin Monthly said. I thought they said there was like a century between them. Yeah. So, so there's some weird things. Um, weird, um. Discrepancies. Yeah, discrepancies. I can't think of the words. I'm looking for it over here because I'm like, well, did they give a year? And they didn't. Other than 1991. Um, but the first the first bride, um, they didn't give a year for. So so this, the book is saying 20 years apart, exactly 20 years apart, which seems a little suspect. Um, and then the website for Austin Monthly doesn't give a year. And the Austin Ghosts only mentions one. So... We got a lot of different different things. Mm-hmm. But two sources do mention that there are two brides um, and they both died by suicide. So, But yeah, I think I think that's the Driscoll. I think that rounds out the Driscoll for me. This might be a shorter episode. Okay. Unless we continue on Is our tangents. because but... we're going to go uh, visit the Driscoll? We're going to go stay there? <laughs> <laughs> we're done. We're going to go check yeah. in. Um, we'll probably never see any of you again because we're going to be haunted for the rest of our lives. Um, um, that would be kind of a fun series, though. Like to be disappear? <laughs> no, no, not for disappearing, no. That would be funny, though, if we disappeared from, from everywhere and then people were like, but they're still recording and posting. It's like, that's right. From the other side. Exactly. No, but it might be a fun thing to do to, like, go to a haunted hotel and stay the night one night. I feel like we can maybe, maybe entertain that idea once... I'm nomadic. That way I can just mm-hmm. go to my house in the parking lot. <laughs> if I don't want to be What am I going to do? You know what? You made this decision on your own. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. And you're not getting dragged there the way I would be getting dragged there. <laughs> I guess this, I guess that makes sense why you're like, you're the one that gets us into these situations. <laughs> I see it now. I see it. I see it. I do. So I am talking about Bragg Road in Hardin County, Texas. So this is on the southeast Texas border um, with Alabama, and it is an eight-mile stretch of road that goes through Hardin County Park. It's an eight-mile drive, and the road has now been renamed Ghost Road Scenic Drive. Oh, interesting. And they, so the road originated, it's in a swamp. Of course it is. Which I didn't even know Texas had swamps, but apparently it's a swamp. Yeah, down in it's Beaumont. It's a big Beaumont, um, swampy area. This is near Beaumont. Mm-hmm. And they originally built a railroad line through it that's called the Big Thicket during the oil boom of the 1800s. And it's mostly used to like transport lumber and supplies across the state, but it was getting used on a daily basis at its height. And it ran 
from the town of Bragg to Saratoga. Bragg is no longer there. Once the railroad went away, it became a ghost town. Aww. Saratoga is still there, but it's definitely just like a ghost of its former self. Got it. And the trains originally would get their way to Beaumont. Do we want to go drive through and see the Bragg ghost town? I 1000% want to go here. Oh, okay. Um, so this one's not super spooky. You're not haunted for life if you go here. Oh, okay. So we could totally do this. That's nice. It's okay. an eight mile, eight Road mile stretch. Trip. So it takes about 20 minutes to drive it. And it is, um, but some people think like it takes a lot less time. If you do get yeah. creeped out, depending on like your tolerance level of the yeah. spooky. I'm i I'm completely virtual now. So I'm down to, down to leave. My husband. Oh, I thought you meant like you want me to drive it and you'll just virtually join me. I'm like, I'm not going by myself. I could be like a robot Sheldon. (laughs) Well, one of those. What is is it? The was it was it the Sheldon where he had like the yeah the little screen with the screen and he came in and he's like, I can no longer be trusted to be out in the world because it's too dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) So it was the railroad eventually shut down and then they dismantled the railway railroad because it was no longer getting used and just turned it into a big dirt road Mm -hmm. and so that's still used today because it's still faster to go through it versus going around it but when you are on it you will see ghost lights okay and they're everywhere they're different colors people talk about them like they try to explain them away some people think that they are balls of gas from the swamp like, yeah, because those totally emit light. Um, and then some people will say it's just, like, different different lights because it's a, a big, dark road. They have trees that grow over the road, which just, I'm just like, I just want to go take pictures. I just want to uh. go take pictures. But there's trees that grow over the road, so they think, like, oh, it's just lights coming through the trees or headlights down the road. And a lot mm-hmm. of times the lights are either white or red. Like, well, obviously those are headlights and taillights. Yeah. Obviously. If obviously. I'm scared, then obviously if that's I'm what they scared. are. <laughs> but they talk about sometimes they'll see the lights in front of them and then all of a sudden they'll disappear and then be behind them. And some people have even experienced the lights going through their car. Oh, wow. So it's like this is not a gas bubble. It yeah. Doesn't go through glass. It's something that and metal. actually goes through that. Yeah. So there's lots of stories about where this all came from. None of them can be verified. Yeah. But this is something that people have been experiencing for, like, centuries. Yeah. So, the, so it says the, the railway was put in in the 1800s during the oil boom. And then in 1934 is when the rail line was removed and started, it was made into just, like, a regular road after that. Okay. And people have been seeing it this entire time. Yeah, yeah. So, some stories talk about the Spanish conquistadors searching for buried treasure there's a story about a lost hunter trying to find his way out of the big thicket. And then there's some people that talk about a fire that's still burning from crazier burnout. And that's what the, they think the lights are. Oh, okay. It was set by a Confederate captain in an effort to flush out quote unquote Jayhawkers, which were Texans who had hidden out in the big thicket because they refused to fight for the Confederacy. Mm. But there are a couple of stories that like local lore tends to hype up more than others. Yeah. So the first one is of a newlywed couple. They'd gotten married in a town nearby, and they were spending their honeymoon at the hotel, or one of the local hotels. Yeah. And then the bride just wanted to, like, to go out for a walk in the evening just to kind of get some fresh air. Yeah. And she was gone for hours. And, it like, night started falling, so her husband was getting worried, so she went to go look for her. He went to go look for her, 
and it was lantern time, so he took his lantern out and he looked for her and he couldn't find her. He searched all night long and he couldn't find her. So he started searching for her every night for the rest of his life. So some oh. people think that the lights are his lantern looking for his lost bride. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, if you never found her, maybe she didn't disappear. Maybe she left. He was the jilted lover. He was. The jilted <laughs> lover. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. And I want to know, like, how swampy is it? Because, like, are there, like, alligators? Could something have, like, eaten her? It's possible. Or. I mean, there were alligators in the... Because I feel uh, like if she just, like, fell in somewhere and, like, drowned or something, then they would they would have yeah. found her. Well, the there were the alligators River up here. Up in Waco. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. up here um, in this area. Yep. So it's like okay, well, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I pulled up Dark Hedges. For Isn't you that to see. beautiful? I love it. So if y'all haven't ever seen Dark Hedges in Ireland, um, my husband and I decided to go to Ireland for our honeymoon, and it's in Northern Ireland. It's beautiful. You cannot take cars on it anymore at certain times. I think because I remember that I think there was a car. And they were being kind of dumb. We were like, people, you're not like, you're not supposed to drive on this. But yes, it's gorgeous. It's got the trees um, overgrown. They are gorgeous trees. I love them. What do you, so where are we talking? Bragg Road? Bragg Road. Let's look up a picture. There we go. It doesn't look really swampy. No, it doesn't. And I feel like a dirt road can't be. But like it's like the lights that people are talking about yeah. off in the distance, but then they'll disappear and be like right behind them. Yeah, I don't I think it's see pretty. a lot of swampiness, I though. do get creepy vibes from these pictures, though. Yeah, they are creepy. Well, but it's also pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those weird, like, pretty creepy things. Um, it's, like, real pretty, but I don't want to touch it. Yes, exactly. So there's another story that's similar to that one, and as far as, I guess, the similarities end in lanterns and looking for people. Mm-hmm. But there is a story of a conductor who was driving a train... And he would speed through that mm. stretch of land because it's like a long, empty stretch. So he'd speed through it to try and make up time. And he ended up derailing his train. Oh, my goodness. And was decapitated. Oh, wow. And now he is looking for his head. That's, like, violent. Oh, is that the... It's like, I wonder what the legend of Sleepy Hollow came from. So, like, this book literally mentions it, that in true Ichabod Crane fashion... The headless conductor is on an endless quest to find his missing noggin. I wonder how many times... Decapitation is not a normal thing. Like, that's not... It's not an easy thing. No. It's not something that typically just happens. I feel like it would have... And it doesn't even, like, explain it here because, again, it's not a corroborated story. Right, yeah. there's not a way to be like, oh, well, this is how, like... I mean, he would have to have gotten, like, run over without crushing the rest of his body. Right, yeah. Um, There's some other stories... About it, one story tells of a man who sold everything. He sold his farm, he sold everything that he owned in order to go work on the railroad, which I think is dumb, so I don't like this story. <laughs> and he became a brakeman. And what when, is a brakeman? I don't know. I think it's a guy who, who slows down the trains. Oh, like the little lever puller. Yeah. Okay. And then when, they start, when the train started reducing their runs because the train was kind of going out of fashion he lost his job and became poor without prospects for work and died soon afterwards so now it's said that his lonely troubled spirit is said to walk the road reminiscing about the railroad life that he so enjoyed just dumb 
How did he die? I don't know. He was poor. He probably got a cold or something. You can die from being poor? We're in trouble. If you get a cold. (laughs) Oh, if you get a cold. Got it. Got it. Okay. Can't afford a doctor. Got it. Okay. Um, And then there is a story of it being a Mexican cemetery. Because. And for some reason that's supposed to explain explain the various colors. Of the lights? I don't Make, that seems a little right. Like I don't know why that explains a the concern. Yeah, the lights, <laughs> I don't understand I mean, that. Unless they're just saying that like each spirit gets to choose their own color or something, and then it's like all these different spirits. Is this a cocoa? I don't know. <laughs> and then so it's supposed to be a crew of Mexican workers who were hired to help clear the right of way to lay the tracks for the railroad. But then as their work was coming to an end, the guy in charge didn't want to pay them, so he just killed them all so that he could keep all the wages. I've heard of that happening a lot. Yeah, like. I it feel was like not that's, uncommon. Yeah, that's like a normal thing, and that yeah. sucks. White people were not very nice to people of color. Yeah. At all. Well, and, like, even, because I also feel like, like, poor white people were in that as well. Like, I think people that were rich were not right. very nice to the poor people. The privileged would yes. just kill, like, they had no regard for human life. Yeah. That was what they viewed as less than theirs. Yeah, yeah. But it's supposed to be, they were all disposed of in the dense woods, so now the restless spirits roam the grounds in different colors yes why and i'm just immediately i'm like are they in ponchos is that why they're different colors because that's the only reason i could think of like i don't know what makes an orb an orb so i don't know and what makes them different colors Yes, like, I don't know what makes them change shape slightly or colors or, like, is it the emotion or do they get to choose or... What if they're just, like, the emotions from inside out? (laughs) We should have a whole bunch of orange ones for anxiety. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so those are the stories. But because of the trees, it can be basically be super dark, especially once the sun starts to go down because it just blocks out all the light. Well, and I wonder, like, during the winter, because, like, this picture is is more barren. Like, mm-hmm. it has some green, but more barren. Um, but then you look at another one, and it's got a lot of green on the sides of it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it is an eight-mile stretch, too, so... Yeah, that's it true. Can, it can be different. That's true. In different places. See, and I'm just sitting here thinking, man, people in the Civil War, the Texas Revolution, all that, had to deal with all that. There wasn't a road. They had to deal with all that. Like, obviously, there's a railroad, mm-hmm. but there wasn't, like, a road to walk on. Like, you, there was just forest and wilderness and all of that, which yeah. is crazy to me. I don't, I don't know how well I would have done. Mm-hmm. Because as much as I like to pretend that I was, like, a European peasant woman, um, I don't know how well I would have done. I need indoor plumbing. Like, can you imagine, like, being in the middle of nowhere, all of a sudden, like, dropped into, like... Mm-hmm. naked and afraid or whatever like you can't even go buy some clothes do that. like you would have to make your own material before you could even sew the material and then you would have to make a needle and thread i don't know why people want to do naked and afraid anyway i don't i don't, I don't know either i don't want to do that i like my cozy sweaters yeah like why and i, like I my overalls. i know they're like oh i want to make money and i'm like great make money with a job don't like and if you want to go get and naked, be naked on tv by, like do OnlyFans. Yeah, Get paid exactly. better for it and not, exactly. like, have to be out in the woods getting bit by things in your hoo-ha. Now, I know things are, like, challenges. Like, there's some challenging things, right? Like, like I want to challenge my body. I really want to do that. 
But I feel like being naked and afraid is not like the best way to do that. I've like never seen the jog. show. That sounds very challenging. Yes, to me. yeah, jogging, rock climbing, like I don't know, roundhouse kick. I don't know why I threw that in. Roadhouse. Like you don't have to go straight <laughs> to like get in a fight with a bear. Exactly. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. But yeah, so I just I don't understand why people would want to do that. I don't Although it is kind of fun to, like, I, I immediately think of Parks and Rec. Um, when Leslie Nope challenged that one guy that she could live, um, she could live like the colonials, mm-hmm. the colonial people. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got this. Ha <laughs> ha. And, like, I feel like I could do something like that to an extent, but I need to have a starting point. I, don't, I need to not start mm-hmm. from absolutely nothing. And I need to have an end point, too. Like, I need to know when it's going to not when it's going to stop. Well, and I wouldn't, I'd be, if I found, if I found my, my rhythm, I think I would be okay. Like I could yeah. live like that forever. Like homesteading life is like a dream of mine, you know? Without what? indoor plumbing? I mean, I'm very soon about to not have indoor plumbing, so. This is true. I, d- I did not consider that at all. <laughs> I didn't consider it at all. Where are you going to go to the bathroom? We'll have a, like a composting toilet. Like a bucket? No, not a bucket. What I mean, it's like a bunk, it's like a bucket, but it's fancy. It's a fancy bucket. It's a fancy bucket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It has like a thing in it that you mix everything up with so that it composts. Will it smell? No. And it's, a, it's supposed to be better. Like I, when we did our last road trip, we mm-hmm. stopped at a place that had composting toilets and there was zero smell unless like the wind hit like just the right way. Cause it's outside. So it like, yeah. that was like in heat and stuff like that and it's getting used multiple times a day by all kinds of strangers. So it's not like having your own private composting toilet, but it didn't like it didn't and like the side that I went in was not in the sun, so it didn't smell, and it was better than when I had my fifth wheel and had like the black tank. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like that always smelled. These don't smell. Got it. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just... And you don't have to empty them as often as you do a black tank because it actually breaks down. Yeah. You only have to empty them like. Depending on how much you're using it, like our family will probably have to empty it like every five to six weeks. Oh, okay. Like once a week. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. And emptying it is literally just like dumping it in a trash bag. Oh. Interesting. Like cat litter. Like cat litter. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like I didn't even think of how that would work. But, but yeah, thinking about that, I'm like, okay, how's that? We'll have work? like water jugs for our water that will have like a water pump on it. But oh, okay. For like washing dishes and cooking and stuff. Interesting. Kids showers. Okay. Interesting. We got off track. I don't even remember how we got here. Oh, we're talking about getting dropped into the middle of nowhere and having to survive. Yes, that. We got, yes. Because I can't imagine that. And then, I could have as many chickens as I want. This is true. (laughs) This is true. But on top of that, like, imagine being on this road and, like, seeing those lights, too, and you're like, really? You dropped me into a haunted place? Mm -hmm. Come on now. I feel like my first thought wouldn't be ghost lights, though. I feel like my first thought would be, there's somebody up there. Yeah. And then I would have this battle within myself of do I go ask them for help or are they going to try to kill me mm-hmm. like who's out this late who's out this late well and it's funny I'm just kind of thinking of the two story the two things we have like you have the the stretch of road uh-huh. um with the poor person that lived on the on the railroad like he sold everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is why he was poor right mm-hmm. and so he could live on the railroad and and all that like, not on, literally, literally not on the railroad. He probably lived adjacent. Mm-hmm. I don't know why um, he had to sell everything. Could he not live in his house and... 
Uh, maybe he was like, I'm done. Peace I out. I don't get it. I have questions. We can't ask them now. We could go try to do a seance and ask. You want to go get a Ouija board? You got one? No. Yeah. No. I don't want to do <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I got to show you my nails. Are they in, I think they're in my, my bag outside. You have new nails? I have new nails. One of the things that my sister-in-law got me for Christmas, and they're like... Ouija board. Oh, so interesting. So it has, like, one of them looks like the planchette, and then mm-hmm. there's, like, yes and no, and, like, the ones that look like a planchette actually have, like, a little clear spot on them, so, like, you oh, can, like, Oh, that's fun. It's super cute. That's cute. Them. That's awesome. Them. I've been, I was going to put them on, like, for today, and then I crocheted all morning instead. It's fine. So. I have my New Year's nails on. Those are cute. I really like those. Yeah. Makes me very happy. But, I, it, it's interesting, because we went from this, like, like stretch of road and then you have like the rich tycoons hotel it's very interesting like the the differences mm-hmm. but texas is big like there's yeah. so many places in texas Isn't texas bigger than europe we're gonna have to like i don't know if it's look bigger it than europe look it up look it up there's a map okay all right is texas bigger than europe it's like texas can be europe it's definitely bigger than France. Why was that the first I don't know, yeah. Populated? Definitely larger than many European countries. Because there's um, a map you can look up with where Texas is, like, overlaid on top of yeah, Europe. Yeah, that's right here. It's bigger than Germany. A little part of France. Part of the Czech Republic. Actually, the whole Czech Republic. Some of Austria has all this stuff in it. Um, France is roughly the same size as Texas. But you can comfortably stuff Switzerland in alongside it, like an accessory. <laughs> like an accessory <laughs> for Switzerland. And it's 2.3 times larger than Italy. That's interesting. It's just um, like the, that's crazy to me that, like, people can just day trip to other countries. I know. Well, I mean, that's what we did. We just drove, we drove the almost the entire country of Ireland. Well, the entire top half of Ireland. We didn't go down to Cork. And we didn't go over to... Limerick, County Limerick. But, but yeah, I wanted to go to Limerick just so I could say I did it. But, but yeah, Texas is big. There's so many ghost stories and so mm-hmm. much history. Mm-hmm. And each region of Texas is different culturally. Yes. yes. So interesting. Well, and I, I know, like, I know of so many more ghost stories than what we talked about yeah. today. And that are, like, known ghost stories. Like, don't even have to dig for them. Right. They're just there. Yeah. And they're all different parts of Texas. So, um... Texas so, yeah. has such, like, a violent past, though, so it does not it surprise does. me at all. It does. And we're actually going to be talking about another Texas ghost story in a few weeks, yeah? Remind me what that is. Your parents. Oh, yes. Sorry. So, yes. Darlena and James, when you listen to this, did you know you're guest starring on our show in a couple of weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I haven't even talked to them yet. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Yes, we will We will have them, hopefully, they will agree to come on the show and I won't have to do everything by memory because they tell things so much better than me and there are so many good stories. Your parents but, are such good storytellers. But yeah, so um, so they used to have, a, and I'll let them kind of talk about it, but they used to have a ghost hunting group mm-hmm. and they headed it up. And so yes, there is a house. They did several places, but this house that we're going to talk about um, at the end of January is going to be interesting. It was interesting when they came home with it and I was like... Don't bring things home. I was so just adamant. Do not bring things home. So, and I think I told the olive oil story mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. a previous mm-hmm. episode. So, yes, that's very much a, a thing for the family. But next time we are going to be talking about the Amityville Horror. And so there are two aspects of the Amityville Horror, which I'm excited to get into. So there's the true crime aspect with um, 
DeFeo, the DeFeo family. And then there's actually like the haunting aspect of it because it happened for years and years after. So we're going to get, uh, we're going to get into that next time with Amityville Horror, um, which is in New York. So we're not considering this part of the road trip series, but you know, we're going somewhere else. So that's fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It'll just take us a week to get there. <laughs> oh, that was a fun one. Uh, I'm laughing at my own joke I'm so on that glad one. I think that's really funny. Yeah. Yep. I'll I laugh at my own you. joke on that. <laughs> I love that for me too. Thanks. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I think I think that's it, right? That's. I don't think I have anything else on the Driscoll. That was the last page in my. In, in brag. My okay. All right. So. Well, then we're good. We're good. So if you guys don't already, make sure you. Follow us on all of the things that we don't use. There is uh, our Instagram, the Monster in My po No Closet, the Monster Monterey. in My Closet podcast <laughs> on Instagram. We're also the Monster in My Closet podcast as a Facebook group that you can join, and we can kind of talk to you guys there. Sometimes we'll drop extra pictures in there or just fun little extra things, and we'd love to connect with you guys on there if you guys would like to join that group. There's just a couple questions we ask you to answer before you get in there so that we know you're a real person. What else do we have? We have an email, mm -hmm. the monster in my closet podcast at gmail.com. You can send us your recommendations for stories there. We can send us your personal stories there. We'd love to be able to read your guys' personal stories. So please send them there. Just put my story somewhere in the subject line. And then we would also love if you guys would drop us some reviews. Reviews are super helpful for growing a podcast. So it's a super easy way of just take a couple minutes to drop a review for us. Then we would really appreciate that. And that's it. Yes, that's all the things. I think so. I'm always like going through stuff as a list. Like, okay, did we talk about reviews? Did mm -hmm. we talk about that? Um, the only other thing I want to mention is we did talk about um, some suicide um, mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. in this episode. So again, I just want to say if you are struggling or you know somebody that is struggling with those types of ideation um, or thoughts, um, there is professional help. People want you here. We love you. We love you guys. Um, so please make sure if you feel like that, that you reach out to a professional or you dial 988, the National Suicide Hotline. And I think that's it. Well, we'll talk to you guys again next week as we come back with the Amityville. Amity. Amenity. Not amenities. No, not an amity. No. Amenity. We're going to talk to you about a really creepy house in New York. Yes. Next week, and as always, make sure you're watching out for that monster in your closet. It's the middle of the night. What gave you such a fright? What do you have to fear? I'm happy with my trash.